right. Um, well, you may be wondering what this table is and uh, what, this, uh, what this thing up here that looks like a glass of milk is. Uh, and it's a glass of milk. And uh, I just want to uh, mention uh, a really cool thing. In the early church, there was a time period uh, where when someone would get baptized and then they would receive the Eucharist for the first time, their very first time, the church would take um, a glass of milk and mix it with honey. And the person who just got baptized and received the Eucharist would drink the milk and the honey. And you know why that is? Can it, does anybody have a guess? Why would they drink the milk and the honey? Yeah, Theo. That's right. Did you guys hear that? Because the promised land was flowing with milk and honey, and it was a symbol that they had entered eternal life, that they had entered the promised land, all right? Now, I don't have milk and honey this morning, but I do have chocolate syrup and milk. And uh, I want to ask uh, my volunteer this morning, Johnny, if, he, if he'd be willing to come up. No? Josiah, you going to come up? Okay. Pinch hitter. All right. So, Josiah... Um, here's what I want to do. Um, I want to ask you to taste that milk. And I promise it's fresh. I just opened it. You don't need the spoon. You can just pick it up and take a sip from it. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Now, I want you to turn to the congregation and tell me, um, did you taste any chocolate? What did it taste like? Just milk. Just milk. Okay. Um, now, what I, what I want, to, uh, want us to understand about the just milk is there's a time in our lives, um, if, if you're in Christ, there was a time in your life before you had received the Holy Spirit. You didn't, you didn't have God dwelling in you in that way yet, right? That isn't something that we just get by birth, okay? And then uh, at some point in our lives, and uh, what we get in, in the... Um, and the reading from the book of Acts today is that there came a time um, when the long prophesied age of the Spirit came about and the Lord poured out his Holy Spirit to live in us. All right. Your mama doesn't let you make chocolate milk like that. All right. Now, Josiah, um, will, you, will you taste that real quick? Now, quick question. Did you, did you taste the chocolate? You didn't taste the chocolate? I wonder why he didn't taste the chocolate. What do you guys think? Does any kids under... Why, why, Mercy, why didn't he taste the chocolate? Because I didn't stir it. Oh, okay. Okay, so in, in our scripture reading today, we hear about the time in history where the Lord fulfilled his promise to pour out his spirit on all flesh, on everyone who heard the gospel and believed. And from that time forward, the Holy Spirit doesn't come by birth. It doesn't come automatically. In fact, in Galatians 3, chapter 2, Paul says, did you, did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law or by hearing and believing the gospel? And the plain implication is, is anyone who hears and believes the gospel receives the Holy Spirit. There's a connection between lively faith and the reception of the Holy Spirit. But I don't know about you guys, but there are times when maybe you had some kind of conversion experience and you felt the presence of God in a really tangible way. Maybe that wasn't as much the case for you. 
Okay? So what can happen in our lives is there can be times where the Lord has poured out his Holy Spirit in us, but we've been so inactive or we've been so disconnected or we've been so disobedient. There's a sense in which, not that we've lost the Holy Spirit, but it's almost like there's a way in which you just don't have that same sense of lively faith, that lively participation with the life of God that you used to have. And so what you need to ask the Lord for is to stir up that spirit afresh in you. Some of you that are here today might need to receive the Holy Spirit for the first time by turning to Jesus and putting your faith in him and what he's done for you on the cross. And some of you have done that. And what you need to ask is for the Lord to stir up his spirit afresh in you this morning. Now, Josiah, will you taste that? Did you taste the chocolate that time? Yeah. Was it really chocolatey? Yeah. Did I go a little bit overboard? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So um, as, as we are about to dismiss the children and as we in, invite Fumi up here to preach the word of God to us, I don't know where you are this morning. Uh, maybe you're uh, someone who has never received the Holy Spirit because you've never put your faith in the crucified and risen Lord. And there's an opportunity for God to come and live in you, for you to receive the chocolate, spirit, the chocolate syrup, so to speak. Sorry, uh, I don't mean to be blasphemous. Uh, uh, for the first time, and maybe some of you have, have felt like, you know, things have gotten stale. I'm not pursuing him in his word. I'm not obeying him anymore. I'm not walking with him in his, in his mission. And I need help. I need God's help to stir up his spirit afresh that I might walk by the spirit and not by the flesh. That I might walk by the chocolate milk and not just the plain old ordinary milk. Amen? So I'll pray for these kids as, as I invite Fumi up here. Father in heaven... We pray for these children. Lord, we know um, that many of them uh, have received your Holy Spirit. And Lord, we pray that all of them might come to a lively faith in your son Jesus. Even use their time away this morning to lead them into faith in you and uh, help their teachers to edify them in the gospel. And uh, Lord, I pray for all of us uh, that you might stir up your spirit afresh, as it says in the books of, book of Acts, that times of refreshing might come in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen.